Oops, red button. Is this is this thing on? Oh, oh, we're live. Oh, and welcome to episode two of podcast. The podcast. The podcast. There it is. Still yet to be named. We actually we have some exciting ideas. We'll we might share with you at the end here, but uh, I think we're gonna get started this week, Michael. You want to take us away? Yeah, definitely. So again, I'm Michael Sullivan. I'm 20 years old, and uh, I am the middle child of nine kids. Ooh, middle child? Really, man? Really. Couldn't imagine. Personally, I'm the youngest of nine kids. I think it's a lot better. You get to learn. Yeah. Well, you know, they say that, Father, (laughs) but I don't think. I think it's really just a stereotype. But I am the the most beloved. Okay. The beloved son. Yes, I like to think so. How about you, father? Do you have a lot of siblings? Uh, yeah. So there's eight kids in my family, so I'm number two. Ooh. So second in line. So my older brother definitely got the brunt of the punishments and stuff, though. Oh. You know, he was the. You know, they were hard on the him being the first one, but also he was kind of rebellious. But still, yeah. Wow. He would get in trouble the most. Very three very different. Right in the middle, older side. Younger side. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. you'll see those personality traits come out in this podcast, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason that we, we bring up our families a little bit is that today we're all talking about our mother, mm-hmm. Blessed Virgin Mary. It's probably the best topic that we can have possibly chosen because only a couple days ago was her birthday. Oh, that's right. So we have to uh, celebrate accordingly on the podcast. Um but before we hop into that, Father, would you like to start us in prayer? Oh, yes, sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Continue to bless uh, just us in this podcast. We ask Mother Mary to continually draw us close to herself, that we may come to know her Son evermore, and to uh, just reflect in our lives uh, the graces that he's given, and just to live those out. And we pray, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 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 The Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God. Fun fact: That's actually my confirmation name. Uh, I chose is it. Is that right? Yeah, in that is grade. so cool. Yeah, cool story. Real quick, I was uh, praying. I was much more devout in eighth grade. You know, uh, <laughs> I used to pray a lot more, and I, I prayed the Saint Therese Novena because my my uh, teacher at the time, Sister uh, Veronica Marie, she said, "Your saint chooses you. You don't choose your saint." So I said, okay, I'll, I'll pray St. Therese, a novena, get a rose. So I thought, you know, St. Joseph was a top one potential, maybe um, St. Padre Pio. And then all of a sudden I go and I pray on the ninth day at St. Gertrude. Um, and I'm kneeling there and I look up to my left and there's a Mary statue with a rose. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there it is. That's it. Mother Mary. Wow, wow, wow. 
I, that's interesting. I mean, I never, I didn't know that uh, you really selected your own confirmation. <laughs> I think I was St. Joseph and I was just, I was, I was supposed to be that and that was forever. My brother was St. Thomas More, I think, but that's cool that you had like the whole experience of like choosing one and stuff like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Pretty cool. But I wanted to ask, the question is, why are people walking around with those like rock star like chains on their, on their wrists? Mm. You know what I'm talking about, Father? Yeah. I've been seeing that a lot of Catholics lately. It's like, is there a secret rock band going around or something that I don't know about? Because I kind of want to be a part of it. Right, right. Yeah. So first I thought you were talking about the bling that some people are wearing around their necks. But uh, yeah, the chains, uh, often people wear those following in St. Louis de Montfort. Right, when being uh, basically slaves of the Blessed Virgin Mary uh, in just a really beautiful way, though, right? And like being tied to our mother, knowing her graces, knowing her help. And so it's all part of the consecration, right? So the, the 33-day consecration, St. Louis de Montfort was really the one who kind of formalized it, brought it together. And uh, yeah, we really, it's all about Jesus, though, right? Everything for Mary is about Jesus. That's who she points to. And uh, so it's all about him. But uh, in the consecration then, yeah, consecrating yourself to Jesus through Mary. And so, as I said, St. Louis de Montfort is really the one that formalized that. Uh, but then there's been other more recent ones like Father Gately and a few different other ones more recently. Uh, but following that same pattern of like spending 33 days in prayer, just preparing yourself, learning more about Our Lady and why it's important to have her uh, as a mother in a radical way. And just being under her protection, under her care. And really, she just helps us to become the saints we're called to be. You know, it's kind of like a secret weapon, really, just to have the Blessed Virgin Mary as part of our lives, just as she was radically there in Jesus' life for so much, you know, helping, um, yeah, following him and that. And so also she could help us to learn about him and uh, increase the beauty of our prayers, I guess you could say, right? Um, mm -hmm. Just as like a mother, you know, I don't know what you guys are like, but for me, like when I try and wrap gifts, it's not my thing, right? You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. Hey, like, hey, mom, or call my sisters, like, hey, you know, I'm a gift bag guy, right? Like many guys, right? <laughs> but like Mother Mary, it's like, okay, she could take our prayers and just make them so much more beautiful, right? Like put them on a golden plate and just offer them to God. And so I think it's just the same thing of like, yeah, helping us to grow in this life of grace and just making it so much easier to, uh, to find that. To follow our Lord. So uh, the 33 days consecration is just amazing. And uh, so many people, after they have made the consecration, St. Louis in some of his writings mentioned that some people could wear a symbol of that, right? That they are consecrated to Our Lady. And so a lot of people love wearing the chains now, just like a symbol of that, a reminder, uh, something to help them in prayer. So yeah, often they'll wear a chain around the wrist or a miraculous medal or some symbol of Our Lady. So yeah, so that's why the bling, I think. Yeah. Nice. And the chain sounds pretty cool, so it might be I might have to get one just because it looks good, and then I would also have to you know do yeah, a little prayer with it though. You can't be a poser. <laughs> you can't be you a gotta poser. do the thirty three days. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Plus, it's a cool thing too because daily you're really supposed to renew that, right? And just like mm. offering uh, your day to Jesus through Mary, your prayers, work, sufferings, all that, and mm. knowing that she's there with you. You know. Yeah. I was recently talking to a Baptist friend of mine, and. I was explaining to her, like, you know, the, the analogy you gave, which is we're all servants going to a king, and yes, we could give him, like, say, an apple, and he would gladly accept it because he's a good king, 
But imagine if we gave it to the queen, who then put it on a silver platter to right. give it to the king. She makes like apple dumplings or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't he? Wouldn't he more like love apple it even pie. more? Um, and she was like, "Yeah, but why can't we just go straight to Jesus? You know, um, could you dive in a little deeper?" And I loved what uh, you said formation talk last night mm. about Mary. And uh, I think it was a teacher you had in seminary about like. Do you love Jesus? Uh, Could you, you right. talk about that real quick? Right, right. Yeah, so Father Rob Jack, shout out to him, who uh, has his own radio station, right, 740. Um, but anyways, yeah, he was great. He loves the Blessed Virgin Mary. And he was talking about just our love for Mary and how we should love her. And he makes the point of like, okay, should we not love Jesus? Of course we love Jesus, right? And doesn't that also mean then that we should love everything Jesus loves? course right and so the next question following then would be well wouldn't Jesus have loved his mother right and so yeah definitely of course he would have loved his mother and so if we want to know Jesus if we want to love him more of course we should love his mother also and you can imagine there's no one more uh fully human who he would love than his mother I think you know so um yeah nice yeah awesome yeah I think it's some so many times we we think of these so such complex things and at the end of the day, it comes down to, like, I love that. Just Jesus loved Mary so much. How could we not, mm-hmm. you know? And I think, Michael, you t- didn't St. Maximilian Colby have something to say about that? Yeah, he did. He said, never be afraid of loving the Blessed Virgin Mary too much. You can never love her more than Jesus did. So, that I mean, mm-hmm. that's, like, an amazing, mm-hmm. like, perspective to give it. It's where it's like, oh, people get worried, like, oh, am I, am I, like, like, praying to Mary too much and I'm like neglecting praying to Jesus not possible like we're we are we're praying to Mary and like we love Mary but we can never love her as much as Jesus did we can never be that person uh that is somehow like neglecting Jesus by loving Mary too much when we love Mary in the same sense we're loving Jesus because Jesus loved Mary Mm. that's awesome so we should be praying like 50 decades a day of the rosary. Dude, go for it, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. That's where it called to, yeah. It's anything that helps us get closer to Jesus, right? And so we have that good order, right, of like on our way to Christ through Mary. Mm. It's so beautiful. But I think of like St. Max, like you mentioned, right, just the Militia Immaculata, right? I'm starting this hardcore movement of just like we need Our Lady's help because she'll get us there, you know, and just like he was on fire doing that. So, mm. yeah. Saint Max, Saint Maximilian Colby, pray for us. Amen. Uh, he was he was a, a legend. Just, yeah. I, I wish I could meet yeah. him. I wonder what he'd be like. I think uh, he, the the coolest story, and you guys could correct me if I I, I miss anything. But when he was a kid, uh, Our Lady appeared to him, and she said, "Would you like a crown of purity or a crown of martyrdom?" And him, that holy greed, he was saying, I want both. Right. Give me both, <laughs> Mama. Um, I just love that about him. And then on the night of his ordination, he said, Lord, make me a saint and make me a great one. Mm-hmm. Like, who else have we heard? I don't know. There's I, That's just super inspiring to me. Yeah. He's not playing games. No. You know, he's not playing games. He's all in. There's a different level of confidence. Like, if I were to be there, I'd be like, make me a saint. And you can, like... Lowercase ass, you know, not that big of a deal. <laughs> but like he was like all out. I don't, you know, saint. What I, I want to be in the history books. I want to be known as the one that loved you the most. You know, yeah. So that's that's a whole different level of uh, 
going in with some swagger, with some confidence. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, he's just five four too. So like his name was Raymond, really, right? His name is Raymond. I don't remember the rest of his name, but but his uh religious name then was like Maximilian. I think they gave him that as an option, and he could have. I don't remember if he could have accepted it or not, or asked for another one, but. But basically just accepted it. You know, it was like one who's like Maximus. You think of that, right? Like one who's just always going to the max, like all out for Jesus through Mary. And he just embraced it like, yeah, that's the life I want to live, you know. And so just so beautiful that he has that name of Mm. Maximilian as his his name. Yeah. Someone who just says, like Mary's fiat, right? That's right. Let it be done unto me according to thy word. I think that's one of the things that's that's super inspiring me is what is what does that mean for us? What is our fiat that we could say mm-hmm. yes to in our life? Um, Father, I wanted to ask you during your like journey of becoming a Catholic priest, mm-hmm. where are times where mm-hmm. you kind of needed Mary's help to just like say yes, like she did right. at the Annunciation? Right, right. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I guess I think times when uh, when it's difficult or when, when you're unsure of the future, right? You know, and just like, that's times when I definitely needed her help. Um, and I think of a time, like I don't wanna get too far into the story, maybe for another time, but time when I was in Calcutta volunteering with the sisters and I was, I got sick there, you know, I'm on the other side of the world for my family and friends and uh, just sick and I just wanna go home, you know, like it was fun most of the time when I was there, but this was just like a low, low point. Right. <laughs> of life really yeah. like felt like I was on my own. I mean there's community there, you know, and stuff. Sisters we down the street, but um so I remember just yeah, praying. Um and one of the sisters in her great wisdom, she's like, you know, because I was like, maybe I should just go home, sister. Like I can't even work at this point. I was sick. And she's like, I think you could finish it out. She's like, I think you're gonna finish it out. And uh they would just tell me like go in the chapel and pray and that kind of thing. And the Lord did provide, like, I did finish it out, and it was, like, a great, but actually I learned so much in that time of uh, difficulty, the time of struggle, but really, yeah, I see how, like, the Lord worked through that, you know, in times sometimes when we're next to the cross, um, we might think, like, wow, how, what am I even doing here, or why am I doing this, or whatever, vocation, maybe, like, crisis, or, you know, what's going on, but, but we realize, like, Mary helps us stay close to the cross. You know, in the midst of the cross, she reminds us, like, Jesus is there. And she'll help us stay there. Just as, I think she probably helped St. John, you know, remain at the cross. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the beauty of Our Lady, like, she'll get us through uh, the difficult times. And the rosary, you mentioned that, is just so powerful, too. Like, when you don't know where you're going in your vocation or um, you're having, like, a huge struggle or crisis, just, like, turn to Our Lady, you know, because she knows what it's like in Our Mother of Sorrows to be at the cross and she will uh, help us to persevere through that. And it's not going to last forever, you know. I mean, maybe it could if you're going to be martyred or something until you die. But anyways, <laughs> but the fact of like Our Lady, uh, she's just such a great comfort too. And that's the great thing about our faith, that we know we can find peace even in the midst of suffering. You know, and even joy, like St. Max, you know, when he's in the prison, you know, just mm-hmm. leading the people in prayer, you know, leading the people in singing hymns and finding joy in the midst of that, so... Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a lot of different stories at once but anyways our lady yeah. yeah it's such a help of being there at the cross and she could be with us in the midst of times of when we're not sure where we turn next or like in the midst of suffering so mm-hmm. it's just a huge comfort and a huge uh, consolation yeah no definitely and uh, what you especially like the suffering part I think of my own mom shout out to my mom Mama mm-hmm. Jeru Mama Jeru <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I think like all the times where I like you're in your lowest moment like who do you turn sometimes you turn to dad but but mostly it's your mom and I think moms especially they feel like what their sons Mm -hmm. and daughters are feeling and like I can imagine how Mary felt like watching Jesus go through Mm -hmm. the the whole suffering that yeah everything and uh constantly pondering these things in our heart so yeah michael have you yeah so definitely um i think the one the one thing that i was kind of feeding off you father was just like the sense of peace that mary brings mm-hmm. i remember back back in high school i was like super always super like anxious super focused on school and stuff and i played hockey so i was uh, that was also a big part of my life but i just remember like never being like really at peace ever and uh, I, before Lent, I went to confession one, one time, and the priest, at the end of it, the priest said, all right, so your penance is do a decade of the rosary, but for Lent, you should probably just do it every day, the rosary. And I was like, hold on, that is a big <laughs> penance, like, I don't know if I can do that. And he was like, just give it a try. But the de- and he was like, but the decade is for their penance and but just give it a try and I remember every day and I was so bad at it like I didn't know any like the big prayers I would just say our Father Hail Mary you know Hail Mary, um, but I remember just like saying the Rosary at night before I went to bed the fifteen twenty minutes it it gave me that like fifteen twenty minutes of just peace mm-hmm. at the end of the day before I went to sleep yeah. which is super amazing like it it drowned out all of the like chaos that I went through all day and it just gave me that 15 and 20 minutes of peace right before I went to bed and it, it helped me astonishingly. Mm. So I think that was like probably one of my big story about how just like me just focusing on, you know, talking to Mary for the last bit of the day just helped me, you mm. know, a ton. Yeah. That actually brings up a really interesting question I was thinking of. Um, like, you talked about praying the rosary every night, and and I know Father, you preach about like the the message of Fatima, pray the rosary every day. Um, but how how is the relationship that we seek with Mary different than the relationship we seek with God? And then how is that actually reflected in the prayer that we pray, mm-hmm. or how we pray? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. One I'd have to uh, really reflect upon more, I guess, to give like a solid answer. But yeah, so. Of course, God, you know, he's uh, the creator, a redeemer, you know, holds us in existence. You know, there's nothing like him, right? So he's the one that we worship, right? We give, uh, as they say, latria, the certain type of worship only for God, you know, and he's everything. Um, But then also, you know, the Lord has chosen to use saints, you know, especially to use the Blessed Virgin Mary in a radical way. Um, And last night I was sharing, yeah, just that little talk about how we are the angel Gabriel come to her and Elizabeth and all these people. Uh, or the angel Gabriel and Elizabeth, both calling her blessed and that she's highly favored and all these things. So she's been chosen in a, a special way. And so the Lord wants to use uh, her in a special way too to help us, right? A special way to help us to come to know Christ. You know, just as Christ came to us through Mary, uh, so she's a way to help us to come to know Christ, you know? Um, and so just the graces that flow through that, you know, just as we could be um, instruments of mercy to others, you know, by the work that we let God, you know, do, uh, uh, use through us, you know? And so, 
Um, it's good to have that perspective, be also remembering that, yeah, Our Lady is one who's going to only lead us to Christ. Um, and so we never have to worry about that, right? So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I love the, the story you share with uh, Juan Diego, too, mm-hmm. in the Our Lady of Guadalupe. I'm, one of the things I think, talk, we talk about boldly Catholic. We're going to talk about that. That's our theme this year. So, like, we're all oh, yeah. boldly Catholic. One of the things that everyone knows is Catholic is just, like, Mary mm-hmm. and, like, those Marian apparitions, which I always thought, like, if I was a non-Catholic, I would be kind of like, what? Like, <laughs> like Mary appeared? Okay. I guess, I believe. I, I could see that. But one of the really cool things, and, and you said you went to Mexico City right. to see it. Do you know, could you explain any of, like, the science of the actual tilma of right. Juan Diego and right. how, like, powerful like that is? Yeah, it's pretty wild. So just the uh, analysis they've done on the tilma. So the tilma is being, like, the, uh, basically it's like a poncho, right, that uh, Our Lady left her image on permanently. So it was, like, this uh, native Mexico, uh, Mexican man, uh, she appeared on this tilma, and or the, the image is placed on a tilma. So the image is still there, and this tilma is made out of cactus hair, and it's still around now. You know, that was like uh, 1500s, 1600s. And normally they say this would last about five years, you know, and so it still lasts. And not only that, but the colors are just radiant, you know, mm-hmm. it has these beautiful colors. And they can't really explain it. I don't know, they talk about, you know, doing x-rays and stuff, um, that like the colors are actually above the tilma, I think. And they're actually on it, and just some crazy things like that. I don't know. Uh, well, that's about what I know for yeah. now. But yeah, it's just even just to go there and see it, and uh, yeah, it's so beautiful. And yeah, yeah, I, I read a little bit about the science one time, and it's like there's no the the if they said it was painted, it would have like soaked into it somewhat, and there's like nothing. It's like almost like hovering just on the outside, of it, <laughs> which is which is completely insane. <laughs> Yeah, that story is so, that's so awesome, because I just imagine, like, being, like, Juan Diego and, like, hiking over the mountain and, and having that experience when, you know, it's, uh, it, it's something that I would find, like, super, super overwhelming, but the, the story about when his, his father gets sick and he goes around the mountain because he's like, I don't want to handle this today, I'm just going to go around and sneak around, it, it sounds like me as a child, just trying to be sneaky, getting something past my mom, and, like, she knows, like, yeah. obviously she knows yeah. and she's there to meet him right at the side and get, and, um, tells him everything's going to be okay. His dad's going to be okay. And then, um, has him go on to the bishops with, with the Tilma, which is just super awesome. Um, but I think that story is just like a great example about like how Mary is actually our mother and how like we, like she treats us like our children and we treat her like our mother. So mm-hmm. it's one of the best stories, uh, heard yeah and and it's not just like this one-time event right i think father didn't you say like 10 million people or something have been converted to catholicism through that image yeah i mean it was i'm sure there's more than that but yeah even just in the first 10 years after she appeared it was like 9 to 10 million people Mm. the numbers i've heard so it's like yeah just insane and of course not long before that they had the aztecs you know doing human sacrifice and you know killing so many so just the power in that and that the Franciscans who came didn't really have much luck or, you know, uh, in just converting people before that. But then after Our Lady appeared, and there's this great symbol with so many symbols for the Aztec people, uh, just about, you know, she being the mother, being pregnant, being this virgin. Um, yeah, you could really study into all the imagery within the image. But 
Mm-hmm. Uh, when they saw that, they would just realize like right away uh, the truth of Christianity and this woman, you know, and blocking out the sun god, you know, who the Aztecs mm-hmm. are worshiping and uh, just a great power. So, so beautiful. And how mm-hmm. the Lord uses these simple things with these simple people like Juan Diego, mm-hmm. you know, just as he wants to work in our lives radically just through the, the simple. Yeah. And I think <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to steal Father Ethan Moore's thunder right now. Uh, there was Father Jacob and I were working out with him a couple months ago or something. This was when TikTok just just took off, oh, yeah. and uh, everyone was talking about like these TikTok videos, like the guy with the uh, cranberry juice listening to Fleetwood oh, yeah. Mac. That was a classic, and I wanted Father Ethan to do that, but anyway, <clears throat> Father Ethan said actually God is the one who invented the idea of like going viral. And I love that analogy because everyone's going viral on TikTok. But think of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Like, 9 million people convert in the first 10 years. What's more viral than that? And uh, she's continually being spreading that viral with the, with the stickers on the hood of cars. And right. uh, if you see that around Oxford. Um, but, yeah, I think I, I just love that, that analogy. Of, it is great. Actually, it's so funny, too, because I was just thinking of him in that analogy yesterday because... He mentioned at some point he was telling me kind of that story and he said like there's even one um, one view of like the images that Our Lady might even be dancing and when I heard Father Ethan say that I'm like there's no way is he making this <laughs> up because it's like TikTok you know yeah like dancing, dancing thing <laughs> but uh, I read that just yesterday I did read that and it said like it shows that her one knee is like bent a little bit and like in that culture or something like maybe it's like a symbol of her dancing just a little bit. I was like, whoa, okay, well, wow, <laughs> going yeah. viral on the TikTok, but no, that's hilarious. but uh, I didn't know that, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it, that story also just makes me think, like, how Mary was able to just bring peace to that entire region. Like you said, like, it was a pretty, like, just, just a few generations before, it was the Aztecs, and they were, mm-hmm. it was a kind of brutal society, um, and it makes me think of, like, other ones, like uh, the Venerable Al Schwartz who was a Catholic priest from Washington, D.C., an American priest. He went over to post-World War II South Korea, and he, he, he writes so much about how he was dedicated to Mary. And post-World War II South Korea was a, you know, as poor as poor could get. And he, um, he and a bunch of religious sisters who also dedicated themselves to Mary just built orphanages, hospitals, stuff like that, and just brought peace to that area. Um, so you can just see how like Mary works through us, and she and obviously does she does amazing things just at, mm-hmm. like uh, in Mexico, but uh, how she can just bring peace to an entire region. I love that, Michael, because at the end of the day, like what we're all searching for is the fruits of the spirit, mm-hmm. you know, and right. and Mary, the the spouse that's of the Holy right. Spirit, that's right. gives so much fruits, uh, love, kindness, peace, especially which I think is so needed in this world today. Everyone everyone wants world peace. That's right. I, I think how we do it, go to Our Lady. That's right. Amen. Amen. Queen of Peace. So, um, yeah, so basically how we're going to end here is I, I just want to give you a quick quote. In case, you know, anything's happening in your life, I just wanted to give you a quote from St. John Vianney, and it's, if you invoke the Blessed Virgin Mary when you are tempted, she will come at once to your help, mm-hmm. and Satan will leave you. So if you're going through anything, just ask our blessed mother and she will not leave you alone. She will come to your aid. 
But leaving on that, we're going to end in a prayer. Um, so, Father, if you want to take us away. Yeah, sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mother Mary, pray, pray for us. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody, thanks for listening this week, and we will see you next week. On um, podcast. Okay, we, okay, can we? We can just talk we about it. Okay, talk about 30 it seconds, podcast names. We're praying for it. We're praying for it. I think Mary's going to just reveal it to us in yeah. an apparition soon, but uh, a couple options. Should we even let the, the burning bush? Okay. The burn. That was Father Ethan's idea. The, the burn it was, was pretty good. good. Idea. We, yeah. we, we're a lot of animal references. So yeah. we have yeah. running like eagles so far. We have mm. the sheep dogs. The sheep dogs. The sheep dogs. Dogs. Because, you know, we're on week two here, but, you know, sooner or later, we're going to be dropping some merch. We got to make sure that merch is looking fire. <laughs> so, you know, if we do the burn, you're feeling the burn. We also want our podcast listeners to be a part of this community. We want you guys to be, you know, active participants. So uh, we want you guys to be something. Maybe the sheep, the sheep dogs. We're all the sheep dogs. Yeah. But we promise by episode four, we'll have a a title. Just so when you tell all your friends about it, then you can actually give them the title of the podcast, which would Perfect. probably be helpful. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. Good. All right. All Thank right. Thank you guys. All right. Signing off. Thanks a lot. Take care.